Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everyone. This is Deborah, and we are back for another episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. And I am Deborah Heim. I am a firm believer that good alternative hair can make the world a better place. I want to educate you and inspire you a little bit to check out some options for yourself. So that is why this podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk about something I get a lot of questions about, misconceptions or things I think people may have that stops them from starting to try alternative hair, and that is the whole human hair versus synthetic debate. Now, you could ask 100 different people and get 100 different opinions on synthetic versus human, and that's what I want to do today is take a look on some of these issues and tell you my thoughts. And I'll tell you, when I first opened my shop, 
five years ago. I probably was one of those people that thought that, oh, there's no way. There is no synthetic that's going to be as nice or make me feel as good as a human hair equivalent. And I'm just here to tell you simply that's not the case. If you look back through all the shop pictures of myself, I'm going to say 99.8% of the time, it is a synthetic. And I'll tell you, I've come to love them. I swear to God, I do have my own very good human hair wigs, and I love them as well. But when I reach for a wig, it's generally a better synthetic. And the care is easier, and we're going to get into a couple of those things like right about now. So the thing with human hair is it's only as good as the source that you get it from. There is a thing called hair trafficking unfortunately and a lot of the times with human hair when you see human hair that's like vastly less expensive one of the reasons you need to wonder is where did that hair come from I mean I think when you aren't in the wig world and you're just outside like looking at wigs or whatever it's easy to imagine that there's people everywhere just growing hair for wigs and that simply isn't the case and with the pandemic getting human hair has been very difficult even for the reliable companies just yesterday and I'd hopefully the supply will catch up but right now Human hair options aren't a whole lot. There were five men's wigs in Germany as of yesterday. So just on availability alone, you may find yourself having to consider synthetic alternatives. And synthetics have such a bad rap. I hear it all the time on the phone when people call to ask if my wigs are real hair. And that's the term they use because synthetics are widely judged, if you will, to be hot, shiny, automatically, oh my God, that's a wig detectable. And that's the case sometimes, but I'll tell you when you shop at a reputable wig shop, anything that's shiny or hot doesn't hit my floor. Like I send stuff back. So there are synthetics and when we invite people into the shop, they'll ask which ones are synthetic and which ones are human. And I ask them to tell. And not once in the history of the shop has anyone been able to tell. They usually think one of the heat-friendly synthetics is the human hair, and that's not the case. So when someone comes to my shop and they say they want a human hair wig, the first question I have is why? Because I think it's another misconception that people think, and it seems to be true. They'll say, well, I want to be able to wash it, curl it, style it, color it. And while all of that on some levels is true, and I find this from people, they think that they can get a human hair equivalent that they can just put on their head and wear when they're at the pool so that nobody can tell. And they think that it will air dry back the way it's supposed to. And when someone tells me they want human hair, I ask because I at one time thought that was the case too. And then when I got my first really good human hair wig, which when you get the better human hair, it's not treated like some of your human hair that it will come so chemically processed that it really doesn't react to the environment like human hair and your good human hair will. Like for example, on a very hot day, I have one wig that frizzes up and it surprised me at first, but then 
you know, my husband, Chris, who works with me now, pointed it out. He's like, well, Deb, that's human hair. So, yeah, it makes sense. So your good human hair does react with the environment. Also, as far as care of human hair, you got to give it special care, washing, drying. You have to let it air dry. And then the next day, mist it down with water, blow it dry because the blow dry helps to maintain the shine of human hair. Anyway, when you get reputable human hair, you will get the procedures to take care of it. And that's something I personally leave to the experts. There are salons that will maintain your human hair wig. And I think that it is a nice option if you have a human hair wig to have it taken care of by the pros. It just extends the life of it so much longer. I have three human hair wigs and they are three, five, and four years old. So I can say this for good human hair. When you do make the investment, if you take care of it, it will last a long time and it will just feel so good when you wear it. I think every person, every woman, every man needs a good human hair wig just at least once in their life. But please do not let it stop you if you're afraid that someone will be able to tell you're wearing alternative hair simply because it's not human hair. It's not the case. A couple of things to think about with human hair is when human hair comes in, the colors are not as, I want to use the word dynamic or as much wow factor as you will see in your better synthetics. In fact, there are colorists that specialize in coloring human hair wigs. And when you are investing significantly, you want the pro to take care of it because when you're coloring human hair, I've learned this from my own hairdresser friends, it does not react the same as when you color your own hair. So different timings and different levels and all of that hair color magic that I can't really address because I don't know what I'm talking about. I just know that it definitely is different to color a human hair wig. And everyone that I've had in my shop that bought human hair thinking they could color it on their own and tried, I have not heard of it turning out extremely well. When you color human hair, you also have to think about the wear and tear on the hair itself. And, you know, some people worry about the cap discoloration. To me, that's not a big deal because you're not going to see it anyway. But I'll tell you, any of my home experiments, none of them were good enough to wear out of the house. So I'm thankful for a good synthetic just for that reason. And with synthetics, that is the other bonus. It is ready to go in like five minutes. And if you're out on a hot day, it doesn't frizz like human hair would do it. So I always kind of liked that fact, especially as somebody with hair loss. You'd spend two hours doing your hair, get out, get caught in a rainstorm. But those days are over now with good alternative synthetic hair. So when someone tells me they want a wig that they can wash and color and straighten, my first question is, do you really? Because I find that people don't necessarily want to do the hair themselves so much because really on a day-to-day basis they're not, but they want to know that they have the potential to change their styles. So my answer to that is once you find out what color of your hair is going to work for you or whatever shade, 
I always chose a straight synthetic and then got a wavy, same length version of a synthetic. And when I worked as a nurse, I would rotate the wigs and people would just simply think I had done my hair different. And it wasn't at the point of fooling people. It was the point that I could look just as good in just as good of a variety without actually even having to do the labor myself. So I have never been somebody that's good with the um, flat iron or curling iron, probably because I never really had too much hair to work with. But either way. I remember in the beginning of my alternative hair journey to thinking that, yeah, if I had a wig, I will style it all the time. I'll do it all different. And you know what? That's one of those things that where in reality, it ends up not being the case. So I guess my point about this whole thing is, is that I think sometimes when we think that human hair looks better than synthetics or that you have to have human hair. I think it goes back to the whole underlying thing behind wearing a wig. I don't know if it's that wearing human hair on a wig or a topper makes it feel more real. Is that where the word real comes in? I don't know. I like to think deep and I was pondering over what is the fascination with human hair. And as a fraction of the cost, you can replace a synthetic quicker than you can. And for some people that like to get a new wig all the time, like me, I mean, that is a benefit because not only do I look forward to getting a new one, it's fun to kind of change a little bit. I used to pretend when I changed my wig style, I'd pretend it was just the visit to the hairstylist. And again, I want there to be no shame or stigma. So I'm not encouraging anybody to do anything that they don't feel truthful doing. But until it gets to the point, everybody wants to feel they belong. And when you have this wig and you have hair loss, it kind of gets into that feeling of not belonging or not feeling good enough. And the thing is that with hair, without hair, we are all good enough. And I remember I've done a lot of work on this front. If you don't like yourself now, chances are there even the, a perfect wig isn't going to do it for you. So I like to always mention that thinking of yourself with love is just as important as any of the other self-care that you do. Um, when you tend to be hard on yourself, think of yourself as if you were your best friend or one of your kids and put your behavior, your thought, what you're thinking about yourself in that context because you need to take care of you. And I can't say enough about things like affirmations. And I know in the beginning, when you first start to do affirmations, it may not feel natural. One of my favorite ones is I radiate true beauty. And I will put that up in the wise wig advice group. I've had it up before. But I think in this whole world, we tend to feel a little less than sometimes. And it is a good idea to put an affirmation on a post-it note and say it to yourself once a day. Now, I have just general anxiety pretty bad all over the place. And I'll tell you, when I started to take care of myself and look at myself with love, the ripple effects are great. So in addition to alternative hair, 
I do want to encourage you to always feel better about yourself and with wigs, have fun with it. I mean, life is short and if I can help you get the courage up to do it, then do it. I mean, you can rock that look. You can look different every day of the week or you can look the same. It's all good. So I guess I'll wrap this episode up by asking you to allow yourself to put yourself first. You deserve to have the hair that you will love. I fully encourage it. And if you end up trying a wig or a hair or topper or whatever, and it doesn't work out to be perfect the first time, don't stop yourself from trying again. It is a journey. And I've learned something from every wig I've had, even the bad ones. But as you go along, you're going to get better and better wigs. And a client in my shop, her husband said it best, like she had laid the wig she wore in down on the counter and compared to the one from our shop, which looked so much nicer. He was like, wow, I never even knew until I saw a good one up against the one that, you know, she had worn in, which isn't an insult. It's not a judgment. It's just that when you stay at a certain level, you aren't even aware that there are really cool things out there so keep that in mind if you want to come hang out in the wise wig advice group please do so there it doesn't matter where you buy your wigs from it's just a wig forum to talk about wigs hair loss etc and until next week thank you for listening and feel the love i'm sending your way bye-bye If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.